DeAndre Swift speaks about his time in Detroit, and we'll do a little stock watch on a Wednesday edition of Locked on Lions. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for checking us out, making us your first listen each and every day. And also, shout out to our everydayers that are out there and watching or listening daily right here on Locked On Lions. And thank you for subscribing and watching us on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up today, you'll hear from DeAndre Swift. Yes, the now former Lions running back. A member of the Philadelphia Eagles who came over on a draft night trade on Friday. DeAndre Swift had a press conference today in Philly. You'll hear some of that audio. What was it like to go from Detroit to Philly? What was his reaction to the trade? He even talked about hard knocks. Um, All of that coming up momentarily here on the show. And I kind of want to react to it. We'll do that coming up here on Locked on Lions. Also, a little bit of stock watch. What did the Lions do for three days at the draft? And what did it mean for certain veterans on the team. I've got some players that their stock is up. I've got some players whose stock is down. We'll get to that coming up momentarily here on Locked On Lions as well. Tomorrow, Joseph Yeet will join us. You don't know who he is. Many of you don't. But Joseph Yeet, hit me up on Twitter. All right? And his Twitter feed is at Lion Takes. He told me my podcast is a joke. He said I was mediocre, and I don't care about about the show. We're going to put him on the show tomorrow. Let's have some fun. Let's put a hater on. We're doing it. Joseph, you're up tomorrow. Excited to have Joseph on the show and talk a little Lions football with a diehard Lion fan at Lion Takes on Twitter. I don't know how this is going to go tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to be a complete disaster, but we're going to see. I made him a promise. Hey, why don't you come on the show? He's going to come on. Um, follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and as well, again, the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Or if it's just easier, go to LockedOnLions.com. DeAndre Swift is no longer a member of the Honolulu Blue and Silver. He spent three seasons with the Lions, and let's be honest, DeAndre Swift was picked 35th overall, one of the early second-round picks uh, back in the 2020 NFL draft by then general manager, the maestro, Bob Quinn. Uh, DeAndre Swift played three years for the Lions. He never rushed for more than 617 yards in a season, whereas his low in three years at Georgia was 618 yards. Um, DeAndre Swift, I'm not going to call him a bust because he had some good games. There were some there were some times you watch Swift. There would be weeks that would go by and you go, DeAndre Swift is a stud. Can't wait for him to get healthy. Big year for him. And then it was sort of just good games, bad games. Uh, the hard knocks thing was interesting. He was totally picked on by Deuce Staley. Um, then you would watch some games where he would just have horrible vision and had running lanes in front of him and would cut back. Or there were just there were some decisions sometimes he made that were bizarre, uh, to say the least. 25 touchdowns in three years with the Lions, which is the same amount of touchdowns that he had at Georgia. So that's not terrible. But he also was injury prone. 
Missed three games first year, four games the second year, three games this year. He never could really get healthy or never really became that number one back. And the Lions this offseason let Jamal Williams walk, picked up David Montgomery, and then you figure, all right, Montgomery and Swift is going to be a nice duo. And then out of nowhere, to the surprise of a lot of us, including me, the Lions took Jameer Gibbs with the 12th overall pick, and you just knew right then and there that's the end of DeAndre Swift. Reports started to surface uh, Thursday night into Friday morning that DeAndre was unhappy. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN says, DeAndre Swift wants out of Detroit and has demanded a trade. Swift was jo- joined the Philadelphia media today for a, his first press conference as a member of the Eagles. I'm going to play the beginning portions of this press conference, courtesy of PhiladelphiaEagles.com, and uh, then we will, we will uh, react to it. Take a listen to this. Hey DeAndre, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. What was uh, what was your reaction to the trade? Uh, a lot of emotions, um, a lot of emotions all at once. But um, now that it's settled down, a couple of days into it, excited, happy, um, happy to new opportunity, new chapter in my life, my career. Um, excited to be back home. Go ahead, Tim, and then Chris Franklin. Hey DeAndre, uh, was it a surprise to you uh, that you ended up getting traded, and what was uh, Detroit's explanation for that? Uh, yes, it was. It was a surprise. Uh, there was no really explanation. Everything kind of went through my agent. Like I said, there's a lot of different emotions going up and down. Um, like I'm, I'm excited to be here. But first and foremost, uh, thank Detroit for everything. Uh, to the city of Detroit, will forever have a place in my heart. Will love them for the opportunity that they gave me to just go out there and live out my dreams. Um, but like I said, I'm excited for this new chapter. Go ahead, Chris, and then John McMahon. Hey, DeAndre, Detroit tried that tough love approach for you last year and during training camp. You know, uh, what was your response to how that went? And do you think the carryover, do you think it was fair, a fair assumption to think that you weren't tough enough by then when they're trying to put you through that? Uh, the way it kind of came off, I would say uh, I, I know who I am. I know what I'm about. Um, I know that I'm as tough as they come. Um, but with hard knocks and everything kind of kind of hot up a trade, I didn't like it, but uh, I can't do nothing about it, but go out there and showcase what I am and who I am and what I'm about, and I know what I can do. All right, so there is DeAndre Swift, courtesy of PhiladelphiaEagles.com. The Philadelphia media is awesome. They are awesome. They go right at you. There is not, hey, DeAndre, welcome home. You played high school in Philly. Yay. No, they're like, what happened to Detroit? What happened on Hard Knocks? They gave you tough love. What'd you think of the trade? Like, they go right at him. And I thought DeAndre Swift's answers there were fine. I have no beef with what he had to say there. He was surprised. Later on in the press conference, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but seven, eight minutes in, they asked him again, like, so what were the emotions? And he said, again, like, he doesn't want to say anything bad about Detroit, um, but he was very surprised. I think he thought, he should have gotten the courtesy of a phone call from somebody with the organization, Brad Holmes or somebody, giving them kind of the heads up on what's going on. Uh, the Lions have said that they kept Jared Goff in the loop about the draft every year. And then this year, of course, had to keep him in the loop when they took a quarterback. With DeAndre Swift, this is a business. And the Lions felt like Jameer Gibbs would give them a better chance to win. And I don't, I, I think that with uh, Swift going into the last year of his contract, he knew the writing was on the wall. I don't think he knew they would take a running back at 12. Nobody did. 
it was a stunner. DeAndre Swift is still a good football player, and he's only 24 years old. But he could not stay healthy. He was inconsistent, never lived up to the hype. And then the Lions are moving on. They think they've got somebody better. And I don't blame Swift for asking for a trade. And he got traded to Philly. It's a great fit for him. Him saying he didn't like how he was portrayed on, on hard knocks and he's as tough as they come, you didn't show us that. Like the people that know me know, uh, you know, I'm as tough as they come and I didn't like that. Well, if he didn't like that, you should have proven us wrong last year. But again, start of the year, kind of got hurt, was, was limited a little bit, the ankle, the back. You know, he, he's got now one year in Philly to, to try to go for a contract here and show everybody how good he really is. Guy's talented as hell. But everybody that knows me knows how tough I am. Deuce Staley really, really did call him out on that show. And he didn't think it was fair or how he was portrayed, but there were times in the preseason and there were times, you know, they're, they're videotaping guys on the, during the preseason uh, for hard knocks. When DeAndre Swift runs out of bounds and Deuce Staley says, cut it up, be tough, lower your shoulder. What are you doing? That's, Real video. That's not like it's not a TV show where it's actors. Like that's Deuce Staley, I think, really being himself. That was DeAndre Swift running out of bounds instead. So I don't agree with everything that he said there about how everybody knows how tough you are. You, you should have been gotten mad. I don't I think there's times DeAndre Swift doesn't get angry enough on the field. But he's a talented guy, didn't live up to the hype. Like I said, this is a guy that ran for 1,218 yards his junior year at Georgia. He never came close to half that with the Lions in any season. So, wish him the best. thought that was kind of interesting, some of the comments he said. And Look, I hope he gets mad for being traded and has a great year in Philly and makes a lot of money. Um, that would be awesome for him. He deserves it. Um, he's a good guy. He said oh, nothing but nice things there about the Lions, so good for him. Uh, stock watch from the draft. We're going to do that coming up next. First, though, our friends at FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Locked On, the official sports betting partner, the NBA, the NFL, and the Locked On Podcast Network. You want to get in on some of that Sixers-Celtics action tonight? You can do it at FanDuel. What about Mets and Tigers? Tigers going for the sweep. They're the doubleheader kings. Man, if the Mets put Adam out of Vino in game two tonight, that's a good sign for the Tigers. He's horrible. Uh, FanDuel is also giving uh, new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Get in on some of that Kenny Cott hockey action. I don't know Kenny Cott, but I hear him on the radio. Um, the app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Get that no sweat first bet right now up to $1,000. Join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right. Uh, Stock Watch. I want to I do this. I'm stealing this from a show that I listen to on SiriusXM NBA Radio. Uh, it's like on the Saturday morning show they do with Geltz. Brian Geltziler and Sam Mitchell, they always do stock watch. I'm gonna, I'm stealing this bit, but whatever. Uh, stock watch for the Lions. There's some veteran players that I see on the roster whose stock went up after the draft and whose stock went down after the draft based upon who the Lions took. Now, again, Brad Holmes has said, 
I'm not just drafting out of need. I'm taking the best players on our board, no matter the position. And then we'll, we'll see where the dust settles with the roster after that. But number one, in terms of stock watch and a player whose stock is going up, in my opinion, for this season is Halapulavati Vitae. The Lions did not draft anybody at guard. They didn't take Steve Avila. They didn't take Osiris Torrance. They did not take an offensive lineman that is going to push Hal Vitae for the right guard job. Now, they've got Graham Glasgow as a free agent. Swing guy, veteran, could probably start. But Graham Glasgow, is he a starter in this league right now? That's debatable. Good player. Not sure he's going to be an every every week, 17-week starter. Halapulavati Vitae makes good money. Took a little bit of a pay cut. But the Lions did not take an interior offensive lineman in this draft. They took a tackle later, but not a guard. Sorsdal, I don't know if he can play guard. So Halapulavati Vitae stock is up, in my opinion, following this draft. I thought they'd take Torrance. I thought they'd take Avila or something of that ilk, and they didn't do it. So I think they're going into this season with Vitae penciled in at right guard if he's healthy. Glasgow waiting in the wings if they need him. That's number one for stock up. Stock down, this is an easy one. All right? Take a second and guess. Whose stock is down after this draft? This is easy. It's Malcolm Rodriguez. Rodrigo, a year ago, not a year ago, but whatever, back in August, July, was a cult hero. Really had a great minicamp, had a great training camp, was the star of hard knocks. We're moving Rodrigo up. He leapfrogs all these veteran linebackers on the team to start week one and was out there alongside Alex Anzalone. Malcolm Rodriguez, I mean, our friends at Questionable Tees made a T-shirt about Rodrigo. I got it back here. All this stuff. He had a really good first half, too. He was aggressive. He was attacking. He was all over the field making plays. They loved Malcolm Rodriguez. But as the season wore on, started to notice second down long, third down and long, Rodrigo is not on the field. Alex Anzalone was on the field. Barnes was on the field. Extra safeties, extra corners. They played with two linebackers. They played a 4-2-5 for a lot of the season. And all of a sudden, the odd man out in terms of snap count was Rodrigo. Now, fast forward to the draft last week. Jack Campbell gets taken 18 overall. Brad Holmes says, on the phone, talking to Jack Campbell, you're going to be the anchor of our defense. You're going to be in the middle. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Building around you, Jack Campbell's going to have a big role. He was taken in the first round. So the stock for Malcolm Rodriguez has got to be down. Can't play three linebackers in this defense. Not when you've got Tracy Walker back, Kirby Joseph's a stud, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's going to play. You know Mosley's going to play. You know Sutton's going to play. You know Jacobs is going to be out there. Will Harris is always out there. I don't see any, I don't see Rodrigo getting a lot of burn. I don't. I think he'll be on special teams. I think he'll be out there occasionally on first down. But I, you know, Jack Campbell's going to be playing. Alex Anzalone, who's captain of the defense, is going to be playing. Malcolm Rodriguez's stock is is down. Uh, more stock watch. I got another player going stock up, and another one, a group 
with their stock down. We'll do that coming up next. All right. Um, I can't believe I'm about to say this here on Lockdown Lions on a Wednesday edition. Levi owns a stock might be up. You heard me. Levi owns a the man who never plays the man who's had a bad back for two years. Stock up. Go back and look at the draft and free agency. Yes. Isaiah bugs is back. Yes. Aline McNeil is back. Yes. Kaminsky was re-signed, but he plays more on the outside than the inside. Josh Pascal, arguable defensive end or defensive tackle. But I thought for sure in the first few picks, first, I mean, when we went into the draft, we saw the Lions had four picks in the first two rounds, two in the first, two in the second. Now they traded out, they traded back, they traded up, they traded down. They ended up taking um, uh, one of their second round picks, obviously. Um, well, actually, no, they have they had Branch. Sorry, they had Branch in the second round. And they had a Campbell, obviously, and um, uh, Gibbs in the first round. And then they traded back to the third round and took Hendon Hooker early on. But those were the first four picks. Broderick Martin, the defensive tackle, was taken in the third round. But I watched Broderick Martin's tape. I read everything about Broderick Martin. He's huge, 6'5", like 340. But I don't see a player that is going to make an immediate impact on this defense. I don't. I see a project. I see a run stuffer and a plugger. The Lions did not address and did not get an interior D lineman that maybe could play all three downs in this draft. We talked about it after the playoffs last year, and I saw Dexter Lawrence just be a monster in the postseason. And I and I and we watched other D linemen dominate the guys out in San Francisco. Um, you know, like I said, Lawrence with the Giants in that playoff game against the Vikings. And I said the Lions need a player like that. And yet their first four picks, three of those four picks. Oh, I forgot about Sam Laporta. Excuse me. Uh, Laporta, then um, the safety from Bama. Then they took Hendon Hooker. So really, they didn't address D tackle until their sixth pick overall in the third round with Broderick Martin. So Levi Lanzarike, they might be thinking, is going to get some run is going to get some opportunities to play alongside Lee McNeil, play alongside Isaiah Bugs, maybe if Pascal's playing interior as well. They didn't address that D-tackle spot, and I think they're thinking if Levi's healthy, he can contribute. So that was a bit of a uh, surprise for me. Brian Branch, I still love that pick. Uh, stock, stock down, <clears throat> excuse me, tight end group. This team went out and took Sam Laporta with the third pick in the second round. The tight end out of Iowa. Despite the fact that I'm not gaga over him and he only had one touchdown last year, but you take a guy 34, he's going to 100% come in and start. You have to figure that. It's the third pick in the second round. I don't think Sam Laporta is coming in to be a backup to Brock Wright, James Mitchell, or one of the flying Zilstra brothers, Shane Zilstra. Stock maybe this team could have taken a tight end later, Put him in the mix with the other three guys and duke it out. But no, Laporta's coming into play and start. 
in my opinion. And where Brandon Pettigrew is number 87, by the by the way. Remember Butterfingers Pettigrew? Um, so Stockwatch a little bit down on the tight end group of Wright, Mitchell, and Zilstra. All right, that's it for your Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions. Thanks to everybody that listens every day, all those everydayers out there. Thanks for making us your first listen. Check us out on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. We are back again tomorrow.